Well, it's right around the six-month mark, believe it or not, in the war between Russia and Ukraine. And we thought this would be an opportune time to try to get an assessment of where things are and where things are going. Jason Castillo is associate professor and co-director of the Albritton Center for Grand Strategy at Texas A&M. And prior to joining there, he worked in the Department of Defense's Strategy and Plans Office. Jason, thank you for coming on with us. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So at the six-month mark, to, to, to be the simplest kind of question asked in a war, who is winning? Well, I think the answer is that it's a, it's a stalemate. Uh, I think it's helpful to look at this problem in three ways. First, before the conflict started, there seemed to be a dispute between the U.S. and Ukraine on the one side and Russia on the other about whether or not Ukraine had a sphere of influence and it's near abroad, including Ukraine and Georgia. And I think the answer is yes, it does think it has a sphere of influence. And the question is, what we're fighting about is, how far does it extend into Ukraine? And that's where the battle lines are drawn. If you ask me to say where we are six months into the war, I would say that we're in a stalemate. I still think it slightly prefer, uh, um, uh, is on the side of, of Russia. Uh, I think they still have the advantage but I think there's some questions about the future. Uh, one is if Russia gets frustrated and escalates and maybe uses nuclear weapons in Ukraine or does something with weapons of mass destruction or civilian casualties, what would the U.S. do? And then I think there's the longer question that we've avoided, which is what kind of relationship does the U.S. want to have with Russia given that it has to deal with the rising China and East Asia? Yeah, well, those are not small questions. Let me let me start with the uh, conclusion that you made about it's a stalemate. How surprising is it after six months that this is a stalemate? We all remember predictions that the Ukraine would fall within a matter of days or weeks once Russia put the, the all of its might behind it. So stalemate sounds like a tie, but in some ways, isn't it more surprising that we're even at that point in six months? It certainly is surprising, and if you go back and look at the estimates about the Russian military before the invasion of Ukraine, especially as it was menacing Ukraine in the winter of 2022, I think most assessments said that they had geared up for this kind of high-intensity conventional war and were ready for it. But then I think a lot of people were surprised how much of Ukraine they tried to bite and swallow. In other words, it seemed like they tried to mimic our invasion of Iraq in 2003, and that was just a bridge too far for them. So I think at the end of the day, and this is a good news story for NATO and the U.S., the Russian military is just not capable of projecting a power like the U.S. military. It's much weaker, and it finds itself where we would, we were, where it should be, which is in a grinding stalemate. Jason, has one side expressed any desire for any type of negotiation? Uh... Early in the war, the Ukrainians were eager to negotiate, uh, but the Biden administration has, on the one hand, done a good deal more than I think people suspected, even though people like Alex Vidman have criticized them. They provided an enormous amount of military aid. In fact, if you look at how much military aid we provided, it, it equals the defense budget for Ukraine in 2022. And so that has prolonged the war and reduced the motivation for Ukraine to negotiate. I do think the Russians are open to some kind of negotiation, 
but it's going to be a bitter pill for Ukraine to swallow. They'll have to concede some territory, not only the territory they lost in 2014, but the territory they have lost in 2022. And ultimately, do you see that as the future, a negotiated kind of nobody's happy but it's over with thing, or is Putin in this to the end? I think that both sides are trying to determine what the balance of power is, as well as the balance of resolve. And I think the Russians and the Ukrainians both have a high amount of resolve. Um, And unfortunately, I think the more we aid the Ukrainians, it's going to prolong the conflict. Um, I think the best outcome here would be Ukraine agreeing to be in the EU, agreeing to be in the Western sphere of influence, but being not part of NATO. And I think that is the sticking point. I think the Biden administration's insistence in November of 2021 that Ukraine had a right to be in NATO left Russia with very few options but to use war uh, as a way to stop that. So we need to take that off the table. But I'm in a minority opinion on that. Yeah, I don't think he's going back on that particular position. Uh, Jason Castillo, thank you for spending a little time with us. Appreciate it. Thank you. It's 760 WJR.